Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Hey, welcome into Monday. Glad that you are with us here on the Mark Cox Morning Show. Boy, what an eventful day Friday was. And uh, we're going to uh, talk about that just a little bit this morning. Just a little. You think we should talk about it just a little bit? We have to. Just a little just bit. Just a little bit. Uh, primarily because I'm just gloating. Slight, no, I'm just the slightest bit ticked. And, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. A, a, a whole bunch. Now, this happens on a fairly regular basis, regular basis. But a, a whole bunch of people who describe themselves as journalists let us down on Friday. And and I don't I I hate to think that it was intentional, but I don't know really how you reach any other conclusion. And what we're talking about here is the reversal of the mayor of St. Louis uh, on mask mandates for city employees. Now, there are people out there, and we're going to talk more about why here in a minute, but there are people out there that would lead you to believe that uh, Mayor Tish and her, whoever her doctor is who's in charge of the Department of Health decided it was a, a medical emergency that we have masks. And then she went out and had a cup of coffee and some lunch and decided that was a mistake, and she retracted her order later in the afternoon. That just that all happened organically. If you listen to Channel 4, Channel 5, or Channel 2. It just randomly happened. And, and it's just hogwash. I'm going to play some of it for you this morning. But, uh, and they're, they're, this thing is, it's, it's complicated, but why the policy got reversed is not. So we will uh, we'll kind of enlighten you on that uh, this weekend. So uh, this morning, I should say. So over the weekend, I have to tell you, I have to brag a little bit about what I did over the weekend. <clears throat> Carl Middleman and I are part of a weekend show called Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. Pew, pew. And we, we did an interview with um, the folks at the Collinsville Convention Center, the Jamie Gateway Lane. Convention Center. And she told us about their big fishing expo this weekend. Now, I'm not a huge fisherman, but I, I do get to go salmon fishing this summer. I'm very excited up in Alaska. I'm happy for you. Yeah. And uh, they had a fishing pond over there for little kids where they stocked it with 1,600 bluegill. And basically all you had to do was drop a line in the water and a fish would bite it. That's easy. I thought to myself, I need to take my grandson over there because he will dig this. Uh, not so much. I mean – he liked the idea of it, but when they pulled that fish out of the water and he got near him, I've got video of the kid 
with this horrified look on his face, <laughs> running behind my back to hide. Like a dog catching a so, car. So I'm going to have to work on him a little bit, but I'm going to turn him into a fisherman if it kills me. Well, you know what? You get the points for taking him there. Oh. So it was, it was once the fish was out is when he decided this That's, is not so great. By the time we left, and our friend Scott Isringhausen over there with the Illinois Department of uh, Conservation, it, he, he, he let my grandson, there was a two-catch two limit. After you caught two, you're supposed to move on. He kind of, with a wink and a nod, let Ashton stand there and catch a few more, maybe eight. By the time we caught the last one, he was willing to reach out and touch its tail. So I'm making progress. Yeah. Right? I was very proud of myself. Next time, he'll probably be brave enough to hold the fish. <laughs> I don't think so. Baby steps. I tried, need... to get, I tried to get him to kiss the fish. I'll show you a picture Aww. of it, the horrified look on his face when I tried to get him to do that. You need to tell the story about uh, how he has no sense of time. <laughs> yeah. You, you can't You mean warn he has time blindness? Yeah, no, he does. He, when you say, hey, we're going to go do this, he thinks immediately. Yeah. That, that, hey, I mean, I'm going to take you fishing. Like that, I'm sure. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. in like three months. No, I, now. <laughs> we didn't warn him in advance. I just picked him up from from school and I You're took him. You're a good papa. There. I'm telling you, we had a great time. And I'll, I'll post a picture of that up there so people can uh, can see it this morning. Uh, before we uh, get uh, started here, we got Hans von Spakovsky coming up a little later. We're going to talk more about that uh, airplane near disaster where the window and the basically one of the doors blew off the airplane in mid-flight. We got Jesse Jane Duff a little later. We got Tom Ackerman uh, coming up, maybe on the national championship game that's coming up later today. But first, let's get to our top stories. The Mark Cox Shortlist. The defense, protection, and preservation of American democracy will remain as it has been the central cause of my presidency. Joe Biden is protecting democracy by persecuting his political opponents. Just let that soak in, and it's the primary cause of his entire uh, time in office. You know, this guy goes around and says, I'm a threat to democracy. No, he's a threat because he's incompetent. He's a threat to democracy. Yeah, Trump was on fire this weekend, no doubt about that. We'll play a little bit more of that uh, coming up this morning. Apparently, he referred to the January 6th people that are being held in D.C. as hostages, and that has set liberal hair on fire. Will you only commit to certify the results if, if former President Trump wins? If they, Does that mean if former President Trump no, wins? No, it means if they are constitutional. Kristen Welker is a public embarrassment as a journalist in this country. Why the hell would you ever commit in advance to approving electoral slates if you don't know that they're proper? It's a ridiculous question. Yeah, when's the last time you wore one of these? If you work at City Hall, you had to dig into the old stash and wear a mask to work today. Yeah, thank you. Uh, that was Channel 5 reporting. When is the last time you wore one of these? All right, so if you're, if you're late to the game, if you're just tuning in, if you weren't here for the entire show Friday morning, you might not realize... That it was uh, the Mark Cox Morning Show, thanks to a source in city government, sources, several, who tipped us off that while there was a recommendation for public masking, there was a mandate for employee masking. Nobody knew that. We were the first ones to find it out. We started talking about it. We tipped off our news department down the hall, and we kept waiting for the other mainstream media to pick it up. Finally, by the, I don't know, sometime near the end of our show on Friday, the Riverfront Times had picked up on it. I assume they listen. Uh, and they, Hi, they, Sarah. Yeah, they picked up on it, right? That's fine and dandy. During the show, 
I reached out to the governor's office. Like, well, I texted while we were on the air. Mm-hmm. I'm like, here's what the governor told me Wednesday. Here's the document that they they put a mask mandate in place. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And uh, by that afternoon, it got reversed because the governor's office called the mayor's office and told him reverse it mm-hmm. because it, there's a, it's complicated. But if you don't, I'm going to have to make my health director do it. So you need to handle this up front so we don't have to go that route. I don't think the governor wanted to go that route. But the 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 result was that. And when I and, and here's how I know we were we played a big role in what happened. Because when I asked the PR guy for the governor if they were issuing a press release, he goes, No, you're the only one who's reached out about mm-hmm. this. This is our statement. Yeah. My family was calling the governor's office because they listened to our show. My dad, my brother-in-law, my husband, they were all calling the governor's office saying, you said on the Mark Cox Morning Show earlier this week, governor did, that he wouldn't stand for this. We, we expect you to stay true to your word. And, yeah, I had heard from them that the governor's office was like, wait, oh, okay, what? what? Like, it's yeah. very well, confused. For, for me, it, it's not a matter of, you know, getting a big head over doing it. For me, it's just a matter of accountability. I asked the governor the question Wednesday. He said there'll be no more mask mandates mm-hmm. in Missouri. So I ap- appealed to them once I saw there was a mask mandate. Um, Channel 5, this is their report. This is the beginning of their report on it. They go to cut 17. For less than 12 hours today, city government workers in St. Louis were once again required to wear masks. But late this afternoon, Mayor Tashara Jones reversed that mandate after pushback from hospitals, health experts, and... Governor Mike Parson. Our political editor, Mark Maxwell, is live outside City Hall with more on this mix-up. Mark. Yeah, when's the last time you wore one of these? If you work at City Hall, you had to dig into the old stash and wear a mask to work today. Uh, All that, and most of the people we saw here today at City Hall were, in fact, wearing one. Mark Maxwell, it was just a mix-up. Mark, could you tell us more about this mix-up? Clearly, the mayor got mixed up and, and ordered a mandate and then... Had a cup of coffee and changed her mind. I was so irritated when I saw <laughs> Tashara Jones' uh, statement? public statement yes. that she posted to yes. X. That's where I saw it. And she explains, oh, you know, we put this in to make sure everyone's healthy, yada, yada, yada. And then she says, upon further review, our administration moved to a recommended, not mandated policy for masking. Get out of town. It was not upon further review. It, like you said, it's not like she went and had a cup of tea or coffee and was like, you know what? We should go back to the recommendation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. No, it was a Mark Cox morning show. I'm sorry, but it, well, it, truly, it was you reaching out to the governor's office is why city employees today will not have to wear a mask. And, and, and again, the only local news organization that got that story right, it, I almost, it's hard for me to even look for the words to come out of my mouth. You got this, Mark. Come on. It was the... the come on. You can do it. You can do it. The post... Dispatch. There we go. Okay. Thanks. Good job, Mark. I got it. I got it out. <laughs> the Post-Dispatch is the only one who who pointed out the fact that we reached out to the governor and said, do you know what's going on down here in St. Louis just out of interest? And they didn't, of course. But in, anyway, I, I, I just, this has driven me crazy all weekend, and I couldn't wait to come on the air and talk about it. Now, it's complicated. There, there are several layers to this, and I want to kind of explain that to the extent that I can when we come back here in just a couple minutes. First, though, let's get to our national anthem.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, happy birthday to Elvis, wherever he is. Thought I saw him at a Hardee's in Abbeville, South Carolina one time years ago. Uh, he would be 89 years old if he were still bopping around today. And your daughter would still love him. Yes, Elvis she would. Pelvis. Elvis the Pelvis. She loves Elvis. She's got a big poster of him on her wall. My husband loves Elvis <laughs> because he watched that movie Elvis. Oh, yeah. I don't know if yeah. it's on Netflix or something. She liked that movie, too. She liked that actor because okay. it looks so much like him, uh, for sure. Um, I, I don't know. All right. Uh, <laughs> do you want to tell the people that, that I, somebody on Facebook brought this up this morning about the employment numbers? Yeah. What's so, the story? So um, who was it who posted that? Oh, Gene. Okay. Yeah. Gene posted about this, um, that the New York Post is reporting that the initial U.S. employment uh, reports overstated uh, by 439,000 jobs in 2023. In general, just over the course of the year. Uh, let's see here. I'm reading this. It says the government quietly erased 439,000 jobs through November 2023. Wow. Wonder if, if the memo got to Joe. Here's my frustration with this, and I think this was very intentional. Um, let's be real. Like the New York Post has this. Is ABC, NBC, CNN, are they going to write an article like this? I don't think so. Probably not. Probably not. No. So it still looks better on the Biden administration being like, wow, we added all these jobs. The economy is fantastic. Bidenomics works. <laughs> so uh, just quickly in the time we have left here uh, before the break, here, I, I want to talk. I, I want to talk about some of the background of what happened on Friday. <clears throat> the attorney general, there's a there's a lawsuit pending that still hasn't been decided. 
And I don't have all the details on it, but I do know that they're waiting for the outcome of that legal issue, right? So in terms of what the governor did to lift the mask mandate, a phone call to the to the mayor's office to say, listen, here's the deal. Um, if you don't rescind this, I'm going to have to because I believe the governor knows he has the power to do this. I'm going to have to call down the hallway to my health director and my health director will call the city Department of Health and order them to reverse this. Or you can try to save face and reverse it yourself. Now, that's a that's a good outcome for us no matter what, no matter why it happened. I would have preferred probably that the governor call the depart- the health director, but that would have established a precedence that I'm not sure the governor wants to establish. Because when we were in the midst of this crisis, he was hesitant to do that. Remember, he wanted he wanted local health departments to be able to make these decisions. I don't know how much that's changed. All I know is there's some pending litigation that had that happened on Friday would have kind of set a precedent that might have affected the outcome of that litigation. <clears throat> so the, the the at the end of the day, it was good for us no matter how it went down, but it's kind of multi-layered as to how it went down. And I think it's important people have that background. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I give credit to the governor. He, he didn't have to do what he did. Um but but he did right, and I I've been critical of him in the past when when he hasn't taken as much action as I think he could have to stop the stupid business shutdowns and kids sports shutdowns and all that in the Greater St. Louis area that they managed to get away with. But many of us have decided never again, and we now know that the governor's office has the power through his department health director to make sure it never happens again, and that's what we're just going to have to keep reminding his office of uh, if and when. We stumble across this situation again. Just wanted to point that out. We'll talk a little bit more about it throughout the day. Coming up, Kim on a whim. Next hour, Hans von Spakovsky. Is this the week that we hear from the United States Supreme Court on Trump and the ballot issues? I hope so. We're going to be back in just a minute. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Kim on a whim. It's corruption. I mean, the city is rewarding criminals, basically. I mean, squatters' rights. It's like an oxymoron. It doesn't even make any sense. If I walk into a store and steal a bottle of water and they have me on camera, they're going to take me to jail. But somebody can break into my house, change the locks, 
and now they have rights. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. This situation is crazy. You were just hearing from a Pennsylvania man. He and his wife were rehabbing this home and they put it back in the market. So it was all fixed up, ready to go. They had a buyer lined up and then they get a call saying that there was a group of people at their home trying to change the locks and claiming that they were renting the property. So they're trying to figure out what to do. He gets a locksmith over there to change the locks to make sure they can't do anything further. And the locksmith's like, look, there's a handful of them on the porch. I'm not comfortable dealing with all of this. So he gets the police involved and it kind of escalates. Basically, police were like, we can't do anything. They have squatters rights. That's insane. What is that? Squatters rights are basically once they move in, they have rights to the property. Oh, for God's They have sake. rights. So it went as far as to this guy having to pay these people $1,200 to get them to leave. He paid $1,200 and he paid for like a night in a hotel to get them off of his property. And they left a mess. The, the place was trashed. He said he had to pay for a professional cleaning company to get it fixed up before the actual buyer that, could move in. That situation is somebody somebody who went through something similar to that is enough to make you homicidal. Can I just tell you that? When you've put that much work into a piece of property and then you have somebody who abuses it like mm-hmm. that and the law in your own country protects them, yeah, it makes me want to kill somebody, honestly. No, I know. Listen to this. There was... Um I guess, you know, they called police and and there was some police officer who had said, yeah, we get about three to four calls a day about this in Pennsylvania. I'm sure. I'm sure. Now, thank goodness Missouri's laws are set up a little bit different. I looked into this. So squatters have rights after 10 years of living there. But at that point, they can get your property in Missouri and you get literally not a single cent. They just get it. I'm not. I'm so, not kidding. If so, they've lived there for ten years, they have rights to the property. But how would that happen, though? You, well, you abandoned. Have a piece of property that's abandoned, and yeah. somebody puts a tent up on it and can prove they've had the tent there for ten years, and suddenly it becomes their property. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But even if they're just there for a short amount of time, not the right. ten years, you would still have to go through the formal eviction process. <laughs> you know, my husband which and I, which is expensive, which I'll is expensive and very timely. Right. It can take up to a year, and that's what this guy was told. It's hundreds of dollars, and it is a pain in your butt to have to deal with it. So, quite frankly, a lot of people do things like cash for keys. Right? They'll say, "Hey, if you just get off my property and move out, I will literally give you like a thousand dollars if you just leave." Because ultimately, it's going to save them money and time in the end from having to deal with the eviction process. And I've also heard, by the way, that that St. Louis City is very favorable toward the renters. Of course. And screws over the landlords. And so they'll find every way to be like, well, the person's this, the person's that. That's why we really need to protect them. That's why it discourages people, investors from buying property in the city of St. Louis. Yeah, and they if wonder why smart. it's a crap hole is because no one wants to invest. But it, but it's everywhere. It's St. Louis County. It, a lot of these counties have laws. Even the Section 8 program uh, has basically favors the tenant over the landlord. One small complaint by a Section 8 tenant, and the, and the Section 8 people will suspend the rent payment until the landlord takes care of it, whether it's a legitimate complaint or not. Okay, I didn't know that. Happens all the time. And it's it's just gone too far. This is what drives me crazy. Here's the thing about it. You know what this, you know the problem we have at the southern border is that you have 
activist groups on the other side of the border telling people, giving them a script on what to say when they cross the border. Yeah, I'm look. I, you know, right, I'm right. Uh, looking, what am I, not amnesty. I'm what in am I, fear of my life. Asylum. Th- asylum is the word asylum, I'm thinking for. Right? Yeah. They're, they're taught to say that, whether it, there's any truth to it or not. These scumbags that occupy your property and you can't remove them will look you in the eye. I saw one look a judge in the eye and say, I know my rights. Mm -hmm. Because they've been told by these scumbag attorneys who represent them in court in these proceedings that they have a right to be there, even if their name's not on the lease and they haven't paid a dime of rent for months. Yeah. You ought to be able to torch the place. Okay, here's something. You have castle law, right? If somebody comes onto my property right now and my life is, I feel threatened. If you're living I there. Can, I can shoot to kill him. If you're living it, there. But why can't it be the same thing? If you're trespassing on my property, I have a deed to the property. It's still my property, whether I'm living there or not. I own the rights to it. Where's the threat? I mean, I'm not saying <clears throat> I'm looking say. to shoot to kill him, but why couldn't you say, I want, I'm shooting him? It's it is maddening, it, and if you're somebody who's invested your your heart and your sore back and all of that into something, and you see somebody take advantage of it that way, through the law, you want to get a hold of whatever idiot proposed that law and just take them by the neck and shake them. Yeah. What are, are you somebody who's never owned anything in your life? Yes. Why that, did you? Those think, are the people who are putting stupid okay. policies like I this know, in place. It's exactly who it is. Because they would never stand for that if they were affected. It's, I mean, it, it, the same people who approve of people defecating and peeing on the property down here at Camp Tish down the street are the same ones that would never open their own door and allow those people in their house. Yeah. They wouldn't. These are the same people who put that whole situation in place during COVID where they said that you couldn't evict anybody. Yeah, now, I understand right, people right. fell on hard times. I get it. But it's I'm not sorry, the landlord's but it, fault. it's not the landlord's no, fault. They're the ones who bills. have to pay the mortgage. So Thank what are they you. supposed to do? Because you know what? Their credit's the one that's going to be hurt. So the, the, the renter just gets off. I mean, I do not understand the fairness. And that was extended for how long? Oh, months. Like, Months. I, oh, I thought it was Months. like a, at least a year and, or and you, longer. And you know who didn't suspend it is the mortgage companies. You yeah. still had to pay your mortgage, even if your renter wasn't paying you any rent. No, and I you know. You couldn't use the COVID excuse. Right. You might be able to get it extended a couple of months, but you couldn't use the COVID excuse. Right. So you're so you're a landlord. You've lost your job during COVID, and now you're just supposed to be totally fine with not having hundreds or thousands of dollars in rent every single they month. Don't mind that if is you, so I know. backwards. It, it, is it drives bad. me absolutely insane. These are the, the renters who who were like basically saying, "Who cares?" Which, by the way, let me just say this: I have, you know, like I said, my husband and I do some investing, and we have friends who invest, and they had people who during COVID would say. We can't afford, we lost our job, we can't afford rent. They'd see them driving in their fancy car all the time. I'm like, you freaking absolutely can afford to pay this rent. You just don't want to, and you know that they have no rights to do anything about it right now. They can't get an eviction. Um, Bill on Facebook is saying that he had a squatter and that they had to go to court to get him evicted, it sounds like. Yeah. $12,000 spent on lawyer fees? Oh, my gosh. Let me tell you about the good old days. Uh, and I just wish you could get away. I actually contemplated how much trouble I'd get in if I tried this. I had an uncle who rented a home. This is back in my home state of Ohio. And the, the people quit paying him rent and refused to move out. So dead of winter. He was told that he had to go to court to evict them. So he went over in the, in the middle of the day with a chainsaw. <laughs> 
and he cut a hole in the front of the house. And when they asked him what he was doing, he told him he was installing a picture window. He just didn't put the window in. Oh my and gosh. the people were gone, oddly enough, later that day because they were freezing to death. If you could just get away with that. But you know you'd end up being arrested if you tried Wait, to do so, something so like this. So he did do that. He did it. And what, with happened, a chainsaw. what happened to My him? My cousin Hall, High Smallwoods. I, I remember. Did he get in trouble? No, he didn't get in trouble. These, those how, were the good many, old days. Say, was, how many years this ago was, was 40 that? 40 years ago. 40 this years was, ago. This was okay. a long time ago. But I'm just saying, those were the good old days. You could, You're like, shoot, the part that I need is still not here, darn it. I ordered Three the months window. later, it's still not here. It's back ordered. It's I, it's in the mail. Just yeah. like your gift from last Christmas. I'm, it's in the mail. I'm going to put a new window in, but it's just not here yet. But I need to get the hole ready. And then <laughs> it being 20 degrees outside, the people left the house. Yeah. Beautiful idea. No, I, I see, I totally support but that. But these I'm days, sorry, you might get you shot. you own the property... You have a right to that property. It drives me nuts the way that they really make sure that the landlords can get screwed. On Ugh. a regular basis. On a yes. regular basis. I know. Yeah. I, I mean, at least Missouri's are, are not quite as psychotic as Pennsylvania's, but this eviction process is an absolute nightmare. And, mm. uh, man. <laughs> My friend it, Brad just sent me a text that said there's, there's a guy who had this happen to him with his home. His situation was to move in with the squatters, his solution, and it worked. And now he does it for other people. So we've, my husband and I <laughs> joked about that. Like, could we just move in and be like, hey, we're your new roommates? This is a handyman. We'll move in with your squatters and force them out. So I don't know if that would you work. You definitely or not can't do that, right? Situation. Because we joked about that. Not that we would actually do it, but we have definitely I don't thrown know that idea. You, out I don't there. know what would prevent you from moving into your own home. Because why couldn't I, let's say it's like a duplex, why couldn't I move to the other unit and just bang pots and pans obnoxiously and well, keep them up at all hours of the night? I, I wouldn't have lived with the, those scumbags. I wouldn't be able, I'd have to hire somebody else to do it. Pro- I'd probably. lose my temper. I, I would just lose my fair. temper. I, I would. I'd go sideways on them. Mm. All right, coming up. We're going to talk to Hans von Spakovsky in the 6 o'clock hour, uh, talking more about whether or not the Supreme Court rules this week on a couple of situations, but specifically the Donald Trump on the ballot case, because now Bill Igel wants him removed from the sta- from Biden from the state of Missouri. And we'll talk more about that right after the break. We'll be right back. To file legislation to disqualify President Biden from the ballot. He claims the president has given aid and comfort to our enemies and allowed more than 8 million people across the border illegally. Now we have reached out to Igo and asked where the number of 8 million came from. We are still waiting on this response. There is so much I could say about the report there, Channel 4. So obviously they're reporting on the, the um, outrageous effort by Bill Igel to try to get Joe Biden kicked off the ballot, right? Um, they're mad about it, right? They reached out. We don't know where he came up with the figure 8 million. Really? And then they put up a graphic that admits by the from the Biden administration that there have been 7.2 million encounters, but that that doesn't mean people. That just means events. So, hey, Channel 4, whoa, if you're listening this morning, um, this is what that means. They've encountered 7.2 million people. Do you know how many millions they haven't encountered? There might be 12 million people in the United States. 8 million is a good guess. But regardless of whether it's 8 million or 7.2 million, it's outrageous. 
and it's in violation of our laws and our sovereignty. And why can't we reach a conclusion that Joe Biden is guilty of that? Because clearly the left and and unelected judges and appointed secretaries of state across the country can reach the conclusion that Donald Trump's guilty of something. They had a great time celebrating the anniversary of January 6th, something that they have completely twisted out of a completely out of order of what happened that day. And they continue to play that game. So now Bill Igel is playing that game. Good for him. You knew it had to come. I think somebody in Texas or somewhere else has attempted the same thing. Try to get Biden off the ballot there. Yeah, I heard DeSantis saying he wants him off the Florida ballot. Hmm. I mean, we can play this game, too. You know, the the Democrats, it's so funny hearing that clip you played earlier about Biden saying he's protecting democracy. <laughs> it's like, really? You can say that with a straight face? You know what? I'm impressed you can even say that with a straight face at this point. It It is. Uh, it's sickening is what it is to listen to them dance on the uh, the. Does the he said that he put the figure at, at over a thousand people, twelve hundred people that have been either f- he made it sound like they'd pleaded guilty because they were guilty of something. That's not how it works in the federal system. Just so you understand that, if if a federal prosecutor charges you, if you've been indicted by a federal prosecutor, there the there is no other option except to go to trial where you risk being convicted by a biased jury in the D.C. case or to take a guilty plea. The first thing they'll come to you with is a guilty plea that might include either lesser or no jail time or some other fine, but at that point you're a convicted felon. That They, they play hardball at, the, at, the, at that level. So for him to go on national television yesterday and brag about all of the people that have been convicted of, uh, you know, for January 6th, this this mob. Go to cut seven, Carl, please. Since that day, more than 1,200 people have been charged for their assault on the Capitol. Nearly 900 of them have been convicted or pled guilty. Collectively to date, they have been sentenced to more than 840 years in prison. He's proud of that. Proud of it. And what we've said here on this show from the beginning, because I was the only St. Louis journalist who went to D.C. that day to cover this story, is that anybody that committed an act of violence deserves to be punished for it. But the people that you saw on the video strolling through the Capitol who did nothing violent don't deserve jail time for that. What they're doing is persecuting their political enemies. They are persecuting them for purely political means, for something that was nothing other than an out-of-control riot at some point, had nothing to do with taking over the federal government. It it was unarmed. It's, It's just ridiculous is what it is. Coming up, we'll talk to Hans von Spakovsky on when he thinks the Supreme Court might take up this ballot issue regarding President Trump and President Biden. We'll be back. Get more at 971talk.com. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 